When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. This is Adam, as always. You can follow us at Golf Unfiltered on social media. Be sure to send us an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Today, I am here with Mr. Dan Edwards from the Hackers Paradise. Dan, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me, Adam. Absolutely. And so, you know, this is the first time that you've been back to the show in a number of years. How long has it been? Uh, I want to say it's four years. I think it was here for the 2016 show. Yeah. Things are already looking a little different. Yep. Um, different accommodations for us. We've got quite a few guys here, which is always fun, always mm-hmm. hectic, but uh, I feel like today is the calm before the storm. It really is, and just to kind of give some context to the listeners, we are currently in the media center in the Orlando Convention Center, and there's nobody here. We're the, literally the only ones here, and so I think this is the calm before the storm. You put it pretty accurately there. When we uh, hit the show floor a little bit, a uh, few minutes, we're going to see a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Is there anything specific that you're looking forward to seeing? What's hard to say, being that it's Monday, you don't really know what's set up yet. Right. That, that's kind of the fun. That they're, as they're slowly unraveling and unwrapping the ideas they've created for this year, mm-hmm. it's, it's always very, very interesting to me to see what, what direction they went with. Uh, obviously, in years past, we've seen some companies go crazy big. I mean, <laughs> right. Callaway, I'm looking at you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other, other companies just doing something totally different. So being that it's been four years now, I'm walking down there with a, a, an open mind yeah. as to you know what direction all these companies have gone in. Yeah, and then we were just at the Tour Edge uh, Media Day a little bit ago at Lake Nona. There were a ton of people there, and we already saw a sneak preview of a few new products, at least from the grip side, a couple of new shafts, and we uh, actually left a little bit early before we got to see a few other things, but we actually got a sneak preview of ShotScope to a degree. I'm really interested in seeing what they got on the floor as well. Yeah, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. I think there's just well, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of re- stuff we redactions saw. or yeah. uh, a lot of bleeping out in a podcast if I really dive into it. But <laughs> I'm I we got a small demonstration of what they've got going on. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's certainly a new take on something that's been around for a while now. Yeah. In a in a very much more accessible way based on what we would traditionally be comfortable using while we're playing golf. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I really towed the line yeah you did <laughs> you, you did a good job you did a good job it's going to be exciting stuff too i mean we got the we got a sneak preview there but you know once we get onto the uh, show floor we're going to see a lot of great stuff we're going to see a lot of new stuff from products but i think this is a unique year because a lot of this stuff has already been released and so really it's just a matter of seeing it for the first time up front yeah so when i was here in 2016 it wasn't it wasn't long before when i came here where a lot of those releases were done at the show right and then the golf industry kind of, it's almost like they wanted to get ahead of themselves by releasing all this stuff in the fall, late fall, and before Christmas time. Right. So the show used to be about what crazy thing do we get to learn about? Yeah. Well, now I feel like it's certainly in 2016, and I'm sure it's continued on into this year. Now it's more about 
You know what we have coming. Right. Let's tell you all about it. Let's get a little flash going on it, mm -hmm. and, um, and and really engage with people so we can better tell the story. As uh, obviously those who are here are, mm -hmm. the goal is to tell the story for these companies for at least the first quarter, second quarter of 2020. Yeah, so. and it's really it's their job to get out in front of that story because now with social social media, I mean, obviously it's been around for a few years. I imagine that has a lot to do with the so, releases coming <laughs> yeah, up earlier. Yeah. You know, so you know it's funny because we actually get to see a lot of the new stuff as you just mentioned. A few things have still been released this week. We just got word this morning, at least at 9 a.m., the Titleist came out with some new uh, some new irons. We were joking a little bit in and you know all good natured, of course, of the stronger lofts on the clubs. A but strong release by Titleist. Titleist is what should be, uh, I, I'll take full credit for any uh, any articles that come out with a strong release for Titleist. Yeah, definitely. Significant lofts in those T400 irons, which yeah. is pretty wild for them. Definitely, but I think that's where a lot of companies are going, and it's ultimately meant to help the average player. I mean, uh, you're a strong player, plus handicap yourself. I mean, you're. do you see yourself fitting into a profile or that demographic to use stronger lofted clubs, or do you like something a little bit more traditional? Yeah, so I, I like to have this conversation a lot with um, where I play golf. They all know what I do, mm -hmm. and uh, they know how in tune I am with all that, so I end up getting all their questions. And, and, and I really enjoy it because at the end of the day, every golfer is different. Yeah. And, and we saw that with the most, uh, the second to latest release from Titles, where they brought out an iron that's already existed, but in a stronger lofted profile. Right. Yeah. So you're seeing a, a sort of comprehension from the industry that, you know, we have these great design ideas, but people are starting to get more in tune with the way they want their their um, flight to look mm -hmm. once they actually get out there and start playing. Um, now I'm an interesting story. <laughs> Call me a strong golfer. It is what it is based on handicap. I'm not here trying to toot my own <laughs> horn, but at the end of the day. Um, I actually have a fairly, I like to call my swing an anomaly okay. because it doesn't really align with uh, the more traditional profile. But what I do is I actually add a bit of loft I as see. I drive into the ball. Right. Uh, historically speaking, when I was playing more of those tour style irons with the very weak lofts on them, I was basically ballooning the ball. People yeah. would say, well, you have a really high ball flight, but at the end of the day, I'm turning a pitching or a nine iron into a pitching wedge as I'm swinging it. Interesting. So, so for me, taking some of these more player category irons and just bending them strong mm. has been a big benefit for me mm -hmm. because now I'm still seeing that really strong peak height while adding a bunch of distance and reducing my spin. Yeah. So as I see some of these companies create this technology that says we can go with these stronger lofts and uh, and still get the solid launch benefits. Uh, for me, it's not a big story right. personally in my game, but when I when I look at all the golfers who I talk to at my course, my friends, trying to improve on their their launch characteristics, at the end of the day, you want to find that that right number in between. Yeah. Um, trying to get that hundred foot peak height kind of thing, and I feel like more often than not, as an average golfer talks about the flight they have, mm -hmm. it seems to be all well. I don't hit the ball high enough. Right, right. And um, maybe I spin the ball a little bit too much. But all this technology coming out, we've got these stronger lofted heads, which is going to effectively reduce the spin a bit. Right. Plus, you have all this technology built in it that's supposed to support launch without really increasing spin. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, we're just we're getting into a sweet spot in golf, uh, certainly iron technology, right. where you're able to create this perfect flight. Without without being at the cost of something that 
could very potentially mm -hmm. destroy the effectiveness of a golf swing. And so. that's definitely what you want to avoid, is you don't want to compromise too much. You still want to be able to score. You still want to be able to see the peak height that you were mentioning. And it, I think what you just mentioned really you know, plays credence to the fact that maybe there isn't a specific bucket or demographic that these players can fit into. I mean, people, brands are making equipment for every type of golfer, and there's just a lot of gray area now and overlap between these demographics. Yeah, and it's a good segue into you are going to be experiencing a new set of irons this year that, <laughs> that's certainly going to be different for you. And Definitely. Anyone who does follow it knows that you and JB from uh, THP had a, a pretty entertaining bet going on, which puts now UHX into your bag, yeah. which is a very similar story to what we're talking about. Okay. Great launch profile, hugely forgiving based on the, the, the whatever you call it, the, the construction sure, of the club. Sure. Yeah, true. But you're not getting balloon flight, even though they're designed to support launch. Right, and I'm a guy that hits it a little bit too high at times. You know, I've been known to flip at it, Dan, every so often, and yeah. so I definitely Don't we all? yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I, I will have a new set of irons going into next season. I mean, I'm pl not playing a lot of golf right now in Chicagoland. I mean, you're from Ohio, and so you know we have similar weather right now. Uh, but it is a full 70 degrees warmer here in Orlando, which is maybe make, not today. Maybe not today. It is a little, <laughs> a little, little chilly today. A little brisk. Uh, but you're right. I mean, I think it's a, it's a great way to um, get a look at what all this new tech can do. A lot more forgiveness, you know, obviously as a guy that's played cavity backs and muscle backs my entire life, I mean, this is going to be a different feel for me. And uh, listeners, as well as those in THP, you're going to be able to see all that on both Golf Unfiltered and the Hacker's Paradise. So, so you're moving in from a combo set of Strixon irons. I am. The, the 785s and 7... Uh, and the Z-Forged. Yeah, the Z the combo. Forged, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, Pretty, it's going to be different. Pretty strong set of irons there, but now you're looking at something that potentially can launch a bit lower for you, which right. is obviously something you want. Yeah. But at the same time, you know we're not all robots that hit the center of the face. So those sure. those shots that you're kind of moving away from that. Now this is, I think, the big story for 2020. And some people might say it's the year of dot dot dot. Right. I think this kind of iron, this is kind of the year for it. Yeah as far as the last five years goes. Um, it's something I experienced last year being at some of the OEMs and hitting yeah. the balls. There is a distinct difference nowadays between what these companies can offer to different golfers. So if you're struggling with high spin, if you're struggling with um, accuracy left to right, I think 2020 is a year where mm -hmm. consumers can go out and really get picky yeah, as right. it relates to the ball that they want to play. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I know there's one big release coming mm -hmm. that is, uh, is really going to rattle some cages on that end. But, I mean, we already have you know, so many options out there that are looking very good. <laughs> yeah, a lot of golfers are going to be happy this year in that regard, too. So one more question for you, and again, yeah. thanks for hopping on. Sure. So I know you've been to the show a few years. We're about to go onto the show floor. If there had to be one product that you are most interested in seeing or learning more about face-to-face, -face, what would that be? Wow. That's a big put-you-on-the-spot yeah, question I'm, uh, there. <laughs> I mean, we got a whole show floor full of incredible stuff. The one thing, it, and it does fall back onto the irons, the one, it's it's more of a, an iron type. Okay. And we are seeing hollow body player profile irons become a, a pretty prevalent conversation when it comes to mm -hmm. iron selection. And, and it's something that's always fascinated me. I mean, obviously... PXG came out with their irons at a relatively strong cost. And ever since that time, we had TaylorMade come out with P790 at a much more uh, suitable price. Yeah. 
Uh, and now we're seeing companies like uh, Cleveland UHX and uh, the King Forge Tech from Cobra. Right. We're seeing so many more offerings in that style profile. They're really refining the things that, that matter for me, like sound, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. spin, launch. I want to I wanna take a much deeper dive and maybe really drill into the heads of some of these guys who've created these things and say, how far can we take this? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I have a swing that certainly makes playing a player MB or a player CB viable, but I've always been in the belief that you could, you should play the club that is most forgiving that you can tolerate and enjoy playing. Yeah. And I think this uh, hollow body irons, that, that, th that next thing that's just going to be huge for golfers who <laughs> maybe aren't so much willing to move into the big techno technological bumps in yeah. iron play, but uh, still want that look when they go down to the bag and say, those look mean. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, folks, listeners, that's Canada Dan on the THP forum as well as on Twitter and social. Thanks for coming by, and listeners, we'll be right back after this short break with another guest. All right, listeners, we are back, and this time we are with another THPer, Mr. Jeremy Dick. He is JD Talks on the forums as well as on social, correct? That's the same uh, handle you got there, too? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. And so this is the first year that you have uh, come to the PGA Merchandise Show. It's got to be an exciting experience, uh, even so far, I mean, being Monday morning. It is uh, very exciting. I've been looking forward to it for a long time, following it on the forums. Um, and being here is quite different mm. so far. Uh, we haven't made it to the floor just yet right um so yeah yeah how's the media center look <laughs> that's essentially it's what you see right now yeah definitely <laughs> it's, it's wide open right now but folks it's pretty cool yeah and so uh, the reason we wanted to talk right now is because you haven't had the chance to see the floor i mean this is um i've been here a few years the others that are with us have been here as well what impression do you have in your mind right now of what this is going to look like because you've heard a lot about it but you've not actually seen it yet so when people would ask me when I was coming, they're like, well, what's it like? What is it? Yeah. You know? um, and the easiest thing for me to relate to would be like the auto show yeah. in Detroit. was yeah. like a big thing for a long time. Um, so I'm like, it's the auto show of golf. It's yeah. the, the new equipment. It's on display, these big elaborate booths and people everywhere. So that, that's like the vision I have in my mind. It's going to be pretty close to that, I'd imagine. And we've been joking around, too, that there's a lot of steps that are going to be taken. We actually have a contest <laughs> being run right now about how many steps will be taken. But it is a, just a completely massive floor. There's going to be all the elaborate booths that you just described. It's going to be pretty similar to what I imagine you've seen in the auto show as well. Uh, but as far as what you're expecting to see as a consumer and as a strong player yourself, a past winner of the uh, THP Championship, for example, uh, what are some of the things that you're excited to see from a product standpoint? Uh, definitely excited to check out the new uh, drivers. Mm -hmm. um, as always, every year, that's always an exciting release. Um, and there's some putters that have caught my attention as of late Yeah. Um, that I really am interested in learning more about. Yeah, definitely. Now, you're a strong uh, player, as, as I mentioned. You are a fan of Cobra I itself. Am. Yeah, and yes. so they've got a lot of great stuff coming out that I know you already know about, but as we just talked to uh, our friend Dan, he had mentioned that there are a lot of other uh, brands releasing similar-looking equipment, similar-performing equipment. Do you feel that that's a good thing for a consumer like yourself, give you more options, or is that something that, you know, maybe uh, is a little confusing for consumers when they go, eh, which one should I go with? I always think that choices are better for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, not every look fits everybody's eye. Good point. So um, whether it's the sound, the look, whatever, options are good. Um, 
yes, I'm a fan of Cobra, and yeah. I do think that they have the best-looking hollow body out right now, yeah. in my mind. But, um, again, options are good. Yeah, options are good, and we're going to see a lot of them out there. I mean, we're going to have a chance to talk to all the, the biggest names at all the, the biggest brands out there, as well as a lot of smaller brands. And so, you know, obviously there's not just the equipment, but there's also the apparel side of things. From a smaller brand perspective, is that something that you gravitate towards? You like the indie brands, or do you try to stay a little bit more towards the uh, the tried and true brands that everyone knows? I stand uh, towards the tried and true. Brands do you? More. Okay. Yeah. Fair I don't, enough. I don't go towards the smaller brands much. They're typically um, a little higher in the price point range. Yeah. That that I uh, like to gravitate towards. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's a good it's a good show for the indie brands as well for the independent sides because not only do we get to see all the big tried and true that we're both fans of, but this really helps out the smaller brands too. Yeah. There's going to be so many people down there. It's just a lot of eyeballs for these up and coming brands, and I think you'll see just a distinct difference not only in booth size but also. Uh, one of the similarities is just the energy that every brand brings to this. Everyone is super excited to be here and to, to meet people like yourself and all of us. And so I imagine it's going to be an extremely exciting time for you as a first-timer here. Get ready to keep up with all the walking that we're going to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but as far as if there's one specific product itself that you are most interested in looking at, what would that be? Ooh. Um, I think it's going to be the putter still. Yeah, still? Yeah, the putter, yeah. The the new Callaway Triple Track has yeah. got some eyeballs questioning um, what it looks like mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. The, th- the three lines on the top are um, trying to think of the word here. I'm <laughs> Interesting, it, though. Yeah, it's yeah. it's something different, and um, you're either going to like it or you're not. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm interested in seeing that. We're going to get a close-up look. You're going to have a chance to roll a few, I'm sure, at the Callaway booth. And, folks, once again, this is Mr. Jeremy Dickey. is JD Talks on the forum. We're going to be, the, the people who have never been here are going to be seeing this through your eyes. So stay tuned to the thread as well as we get there.